All right, BradCooney.com. I'd like to welcome in hip-hop singer-songwriters, G-Swags and Chills, a.k.a. G-C. What is up? How you guys doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, man, I'm glad to finally get you guys on. Sorry about the delays. Had a little bit of issues, man, but we got, we, we're on time now, so we're all good. Yeah. All right, so let's get into this. I, I checked out you guys' music. I did a little uh, research, read up on some stuff. You guys are busy. Um, I guess I guess the first place I want to start off. Um, so you guys are doing some solo. You guys are doing solo stuff first, and then you guys collabed and finally hooked up. Is that how that works? Yeah. So yeah. give me give me a little back. With, uh, like I dropped a couple singles, and then you know Shells followed me with a couple ch- uh, couple singles, and then I did a mixtape and then I did an album, and then when she was getting ready to follow, before we just decided to become GC, so. Yeah. So y'all knew each other previous. You guys, you guys are like from the same area. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we've been knowing each other for like ten years. So. Yeah. So. so uh, wait, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, we've been knowing each other. We've been uh, actually married for uh, seven years now, yeah. and uh, we've been together for a little bit longer than that. We met each other outside of a, a club. Club scene and uh, went out on a date, found out that she could rap. Man, she started freestyling and she blew me away. I was like, like, she could really rap, so like that blew me away. And I was just like, ever since that day, we started doing music together here and there. And we started noticing the songs that we did together were the songs that people really gravitated towards. Yeah. So that's, that's where uh, GC was born. You know, you mentioned freestyle. I've always respected hip hop. Um, I didn't like buy a lot of hip hop music over the years, but I always respected it because I tried to rap myself one time, and I just realized real, uh, I realized real quick I had no earthly reason to even try that because I was I was terrible at it. So I realized real quick that it's not it's not easy. It's hard, and then you, then you take yeah, it to yeah. a, but then you take it to a different level when you start talking about freestyle, and that's even crazier as far as I'm concerned. That takes a lot of quick thinking, yeah. and, and, and uh, you got to be quick on your feet, and you got to think quick, and you got to be witty, and it's got to make sense, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. All right, man, so let's see. I'm, I'm going through my notes here because you guys got a lot of stuff going on, man. You got well, you got three singles. I guess talking about Boss, I, I, that, that's the video I watched. Um, it, I, you know what? I, let me tell you what I liked about it. I like the song first and foremost, but I also like the production. I like I like the the quality of the video is strong. Um, the, whoever recorded that, whatever equipment they used, was nice, man. So talk about that. Yeah. Um. Shout out to Jay Wills. He's the one that um, shot our video. Him and uh, uh, his buddy Mars. And uh, when uh, Swag was telling me, when G Swag was telling me about him, I was like, uh, I want to see his work for myself. And uh, he got on YouTube and showed me all his work. And I was like, I was pretty impressed. And the price that he charged was for it, that made it even a great deal. <laughs> it's always nicer, right? So he, uh, yeah, the price is right. So it was like he, you know, he, he brings such a small, you know, piece of his artwork to life. And that's what, you know, made me draw into his work. It's like, you know, I, I like to work with you, so. Mm. And shout out to D-Maze, man. Shout out to D-Maze on the uh, production. Yeah. That's the place we go to record our music, uh, Perk City mm. Empire. Um, he always makes sure we sound like a million dollars, man. Yeah. So I got to uh, give him some props. 
I give them a shout out. That's good. I give them both props. I give. I give. Uh, I'm sorry, forgive me because I forgot. I forgot his, the first guy's name, but the fact that he's making this affordable for for, for yeah. artists that are trying to take it to the next level up. That that's nice. I mean, that's really yeah. nice that that's happening. Yeah. Because as you guys know, it ain't, it ain't cheap. You know, putting this stuff together, it's it can get very expensive. No, you gotta have a budget, man. And, and I, I say, I say for that video, that budget, we had about five thousand dollars for a budget. So. And you know what's nice? So you, that, so a five thousand dollar budget, it looked like a fifty, sixty thousand dollar product, which is nice. I mean, even, uh, thank, even more. Thank you. Thank you. And also, you mentioned the, pr the producer before. I also give props to him because whenever I watch a video, a song, I like I like to have the story told to me. I like to be able to see the A to the, all the way to the Z, and yeah. the flow is nice in that video because you know, it, it, you know, you, the video started out when you're you're at that regular job, you know, and then you know, and, and yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying, and, and then then the limo, then the you know, then, then the limo driver, and tells a nice story all the way through. That that's what I liked about it. Oh, thank you. Y'all yeah, keep it up. All right, so what are these other singles you got out? You got uh, Watch Out, Don't Care. Give me some backstories on those. Um, Don't Care is basically about uh, what's going on. Um, we talked about uh, Bruce, uh, police brutality and, you know, um, the stuff that's going on in uh, Puerto Rico uh, where they still don't have power, I think, to this day. Uh, we're just touching on... Parts, yeah. yeah, just certain parts. Just talking about strong... Um, the subjects that you know let the people know that it's a lot going on and, and it's, it's shouting that people don't care basically. Mm. Okay, so I'll say I start with a uh, watch out. I think watch out is our we can rap song. I yeah. think that was the song that we, that we did and we wrote just to pretty much show that we can do it. Like we we do this. Yeah. We um send we a message. So um I think that was just more of a lyrical. Side of showing our uh, our personality, our mm -hmm. style. Uh, you know, that's me. Like you know, like for instance, when I say, uh, "Beat the monkey like a drum," she like, "Watch out, here I come! Eat the cake, eat the crumbs. <laughs> Sweat straight about the slum. See, chill, she the detonator. G swag on the bomb. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, mm -hmm. it's just character. It's just us showing like this is how we have fun. But it's it's one of more of our dark tracks. Yeah. And so then you you look at uh. Don't care. That's more political. That's more mm -hmm. conscious. That's more talking about police brutality. It's more talking about um, Puerto Rico still not having power in some parts of, uh, of that city, and, and but they're part of uh, America. And, and it's, it's all about like the fact that police brutality stretches past race as well. Oh, oh yeah. It's like police to police. Yeah. We got clips in the video. It's right now on YouTube. Everybody go check that out. Don't care. Just type in GC, don't care, and it'll pop right up. And so basically it just shows that yeah. people of all races yeah. mm -hmm. suffer from police brutality. Yeah, man. This, this is a worldwide thing. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy about that, man? It's, what you said is very uh -huh. true. You know what's crazy about that, man? It's also, I've noticed that it ain't just white cops either. You know, there's cop. They have that code of honor bullshit, man. Where all these cops cover right. for each other. It could be a Hispanic cop, a black cop, a white cop. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I, I would. I would venture to say there's more white cops probably doing wrong. But there is. A, there is a population of cops that are, that ain't white that are out there doing some bullshit too. Yeah. And they got that code of honor. That that really pisses me off. Is that code of honor bullcrap? 
where where they where they don't tell on nobody. You got you know. You could have a police department. You got two or three bad apples in the police department, and they're out yeah. there. Beating, and they're out, you know, they're out there beating the shit out of people, and the rest of the good cops don't want to say nothing. Well, I hold them just as guilty. You, right. you need to out them three bad ones, man, because that's making everybody look bad. Right. That's good stuff. I like the political stuff, and you make a good point on Puerto Rico too. And I'm somebody who doesn't. I don't. I don't pull no punches. If Puerto Rico is 100 percent white, if that was Canada or or Sweden or, or or Idaho, everybody'd have power down there. I don't right. give a shit. I don't give a shit. That's the truth. Right. All right, my my rant's over with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so talk a little bit more about um, how you guys. I mean, I, let me just, let me just back up. So when you guys got married, were you guys already GC at that point, or was this before you got married? Oh, uh, this is um. We were GC after, yeah, like years yeah. after. Like, we've been married for like seven years, getting ready to be eight in August. So, um, basically, before all the GC came up, we'll say we, we created GC back in 2016. The moment we say GC was formulated together. So, um, before then, um, you know, at the time before, you know, when we got married, I, he was 22 and I was 23, so we was real young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys got yeah. some. You guys got some miles on you, man, in this music business. So you guys ain't no rookies. You've been doing this for a minute. Yeah, yeah it's, for a long while. time. So for a while. He, but I like to say professionally. Yeah. On on an elite level, we've been doing it for maybe about two or three years now. And I noticed that the boss videos got like almost thirty thousand, or what thirty hundred thirty thousand? Is that what it is? Got a lot uh, of views. I think thirty-three thousand. Thirty-three thousand. Yeah. That's nice, man. That's not bad at all. That's pretty yeah, nice. That's pretty cool. So what do you guys do to promote yourselves? I mean, I know you got your social media. Are you out there, uh, um, you know, banging out doors like the old days and ringing phones and stuff too? Uh, just the blogs, man. Shout out to the blogs, man. Yeah. Shout out to This Is 50. Shout out to uh, uh, Worldstar. Uh, Worldstar opened up so many doors. Really? When we got Worldstar, yeah. all the doors started opening up, man. And uh, Worldstar Hip Hop? Worldstar Hip Hop? Really? So, what? How do they help you? Do you guys, do they play your stuff on the website, or, or just give you guys shout outs? How, how, how's that happen? Our video is actually on there, so it's like as soon as after our video, I say a week later, like from the video time that it was on there, it would say like stuff just started happening, doors started opening. Nice. I like to say I give all praise to the Most High for that because it's like I appreciate these opportunities just coming in. So yeah, man. <laughs> you know the thing about getting on a platform like WorldStar, I mean, that, that's a they have a huge reach. I mean, there's a yeah, I, I would love yeah. to see the, 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 their analytics and how many how many views they get a month. It's probably scary how many they get. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. nice. That's nice getting on there. And the trolls on there, man. I'm <laughs> Shout out to Worldstar, man. Shout out to all the trolls on Worldstar, man. <laughs> look, man, you, you, hey, look, you, you guys can do a video of you guys saving a puppy from drowning, and mm -hmm. somebody uh, somebody's going to find some hate in that. They're, they're going to come yeah. on there. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, they would have been, like, been like, look, man, they should have let him drown. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, you made that puppy <laughs> suffer <laughs> long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm they said that puppy better off dying than to be saved by the you know, they'll say something crazy and, and politically incorrect. Yep. But it's okay, though. I mean, 
Like I said, I, I, I literally had tears in my eyes reading a lot of them comments, man, because to me, it was just fun, man. It's funny. You just tell people yeah. you got creative with it, man, and the more people was being negative, the more we was getting views, and it was just yes, amazing. Sir. Until one of our supporters got on there, and they didn't like it at all. Yeah. All caps. They were just like, you know, keep doing you, man. You in the right direction, man. We get all these <laughs> All yeah. these trolls, man, they not, they not, uh, uh, they don't know what they talking about, and this, that, and the third, I'm like, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> let, let me tell you, an old saying a friend of mine told me that makes a lot of sense. Success breeds hate. Mm. I like that. Think about that. I'll tell you, I, I, I'm a, I'm, I'll give you an example, man. Like, I, I've written a few books. Nobody knew who the heck I was. Nobody, I, I didn't have any haters until I published my first book. When I published my first book, that's when I started getting haters. So that means you're being successful. So whenever you start succeeding, you get those those haters come out, man. So the day I don't have haters is the day I'm going to start being worried. Mm. Yeah, y'all keep that in mind going forward. Yes, sir. I definitely will. All right. So if some complete stranger walks up to you and says, "Hey, what kind of style are you guys? What do you tell them?" Mm. I tell them. We are, uh, we're like hybrids. Hybrids, so, okay. Yeah, we are, we are the product you get if you marry two eras together. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when you get married, you gotta have some old, some new. Yeah. And what, what's the rest of it? Something, something, something blue. You know what I mean? So that's just, that's just kind of how we, how we come with it. Yeah. You, you know, one minute we might be in the club, the next minute we, we might be addressing something a little more important, a little more mature. And then on the other hand, we might come back with just killer bars just to show, all right, we do music and we can do it on an elite, you know, on yeah. an elite level. Yeah. Um, but if I really had to be specific of what kind of style we have, I had to say it would be more like Trap Soul. Yeah. That's that's the genre I, I would give us is Trap Soul. Hmm. Yeah, I thought I heard some trap trap in there a little bit. Um, so when you guys get into arguments, do you guys write rap songs about that? Uh uh, no, we yeah, she we, might. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, she freestyling in her head, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we, if we get an argument, I lead a I lead the personal and business separate. But you know, um, I always look at everybody as. Uh, everybody else situations what they may be going through and I might reflect that into my music yeah. so or what I may be going through I might put a little bit of that it's in my music it's usually outside influences though yeah mainly yes. like what's going around us how, how it affects us it's usually what we rap about you know like a long time ago I had a song called No Diamonds you know and that was around the time where I was real close to sign like a major deal. I was signed to Wiseman Grip of Def Jam. And I had bought my first diamond watch. And now that I look back at it, it was so foolish because I used to wear this diamond watch around everywhere I went. I used to wear this diamond watch when I went to the club and it could have it been just me going out. I wear this diamond watch no matter where I went. And I look back at it now, I'm like, man, <laughs> if I had a clone, I probably would have robbed me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But... With the song No Diamonds, it was just me saying that you are who you are, regardless if you have diamonds on, whether you have gold on, you know, whether you drive a Ferrari. And that was the whole meaning of that song. So, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, that's interesting, man. Is it, is it, when you go through life, I mean, you're, you, you know, the, the when we traverse through life, you know, there's you know this life is filled with peaks and valleys, man. Sometimes you're on the peak, sometimes you're down there in the valley, man. You got to figure out, all right, I need to get back up on top of the peak. In between those peaks and valleys, there's all kinds of stuff you can write about, you know. Right. And it's nice that you have a the talent to get out there and do it and share your message and. Um, and is that important to you? Is it important to you guys when you when you do guys when you when you sing and when you rap um, to mentor it all for the younger for the guys the kids coming up behind you? Uh, now definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I, I, sure. It's like you know this generation they need direction. Yeah. And since direction is everywhere, and there's nobody like giving them that leadership. I mean, I know it's hard enough for somebody young to listen to somebody a lot older than them because they, they be like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about until they get that age. Right. It's like if you can make music that relate to what they may be going through or in they turn up time or whatever it may be, that's what gravitates them towards you. Mm. So, it's like uh, when we do our music, that's why I want to make sure that the young people be like, wow, I, I know I could do that too one day. Whatever they believe in or whatever their dreams and goals they want to accomplish, they can say, dang, I could do that too. I mean, I, like, I think, uh, I like to think my, the way I do it, my rhymes are encoded. So, like, if I do a song like Don't Care, that's definitely encoded. Yeah. And you just got to listen real close to a lot of the stuff that I'm saying because I, I put it in there in the way that I feel like the youth will catch it without being turned off initially. Yeah. Like, oh, he's gonna try to teach me something, or oh, he's gonna try to educate me about something. You know, you don't see it coming, and you know, um, it just you just catch it yeah. subliminally. What do you think hip hop can do to unite unite the the country? Because it's so divided, man. It's, it's terrible these days, yeah. man. Um, and you know, the, 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 as far as hip hop goes, as far as sales. Man, white folks buy the hell out of that stuff, man. I mean, as far as <laughs> you know what I mean. So, you, so when you guys are or hip hop, and it ain't just the African Americans. I mean, everybody's listening to hip hop in these days. So, yeah. so do you, do you guys think about that when when you're when you're writing also? Because you know, music is 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 a universal thing. I mean, all around the world, every country, every continent, music brings people together in a lot of a lot of ways. Yeah. It's like, I feel like music just empowers the culture anyway. Um, it could be any hip-hop artist like the Amigos, and I guarantee you in a concert, everybody going to be in there. Right. It's just, no, it's just the unity of hip-hop. I think that's what's cool, that it can bring all cultures together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Different backgrounds. It's like, from the beginning of hip-hop, I don't care, like, you're going to get all different type of cultures to listen to it. People from all over the world listen to uh, yeah, hip-hop, yeah. which is crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's pretty cool music can, can influence and bring people together. And I think that's what makes a lot of people that want to divide us. It's hard to. When you just got that tone, that beat, people mm -hmm. can just chill back and be like, hey, yeah. it's going to bring people together. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just think if hip-hop uh, can become more general, if it can become more general, then I think we'll be... They'll, they'll be able to unite a little bit better because the more general we become, the less secluded, the less segregated, the, the yeah. less boxed in we are. You know what I mean? And like, when you look at pop, pop is not cornered in. When you look at rock and roll, rock and roll is not cornered in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you look at all these other genres, they don't have to be to a certain type of standard. 
in hip hop every now and then you just have to kill somebody, I guess eventually, right? <laughs> or at least have a at least at least have a stone that's edgy in yeah. some kind of way. You know, some people can get away with it. Like when you listen to artists like uh Lil Dicky, you know what I mean? Artists that make you happy when you listen to them. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's what bring unity. People that like music to make them happy. Yeah, and now the now the amigos are starting to follow in that trend, yeah. and that's gonna make them the most popular uh, artists in hip hop. Because once again, when you listen to songs like "Walk It Like I Talk It," it's and fun. you watch the video, it's fun. You have fun when you watch yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what you gotta do. You gotta have fun when you're watching something or listening to it. It's gotta be something that really grab you and make you feel good. Of course, you got a lot of other, you know, the drill music, the trap music, all that stuff. That's cool too. But I think if artists could be a little more general, if not, but just once out of a whole mixtape or out of a whole album, just be a little more general. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I think that'll really. Strong that'll point. That's a strong point. Uh, I was thinking of Pharrell Williams, even though he's not hip hop. But I was, well, yeah, Pharrell Williams. Yeah, you can't. He's always extremely talented. That guy's. A, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, I, I, I really think he's a genius. Honestly, um, I do too. Yeah, that's why like he. Um, that's why he got a song I like out now. It's called uh, Aries. Call you go. Yeah, he's yeah. Got the most big shine. Uh, Ray Shamir. They all in the song, and it's like it's a fun, happy song. Like anybody yeah. can. All of those artists, all of those artists have had fun songs. Have yeah. Yeah. Pharrell Williams is a guy I admire a lot. Um, and I've researched him and, and I've I've interviewed some folks that actually worked with him. You know, I do a lot of interviews with the with the people that are on the Voice TV show, and some of those guys were mentored by Pharrell when he was one of the coaches on that show. So I've learned a lot about the guy. He's extremely scary intelligent. He's like I really think he's IQ legit genius IQ. <laughs> no, for real, he's brilliant. I mean, yeah. not just yeah. music wise. He's 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 just versed. On all kinds of stuff, he's very, very smart. But getting back to your point, like that song "Happy," he wrote that song "Happy," you know, and yeah. that thing took off. He sold a billion records on that thing, man. You know, everybody can relate, and it made everybody happy. Yeah, exactly. Good stuff, man. All right, so so let me ask you this: Where do you guys, um, where do you see yourselves in like two or three years? Where, where, where do you, where do you think you'll be career-wise? <laughs> you say two or three years? Yeah. That's a big. Uh, in two or three years, I plan on. I see. I, I see us on national television, worldwide. I, I see us selling out stadiums. I yeah. See nice. Going at least go with the fan base of about fifty to sixty thousand or more. Or more. Speaking I mean, of the universe. Yeah. But these, these are these. Are, this is me doing numbers. I mean, like true fans of people that buy. A brand new artist that nobody ever heard of, but I see us touring. I see us uh, definitely touring, and I, I mean all over in L.A., Atlanta, New York, Chicago, Memphis, Indianapolis, um, Colorado, everywhere. I mean Texas, Colorado. Um, I mean even in different countries, mm -hmm. like Israel, different you know countries, Ghana. We plan on um, you know so we we plan on being a major presence in the music industry and I mean even if it takes us to sign a partnership or not a partnership or a deal a record deal if it's the right record deal yeah and we'll take that just for the platform 
Sure. And, you know, be able to put out this music that we have, because we got music, we have a release, man, and, and we just put our heart and our soul into it. Yeah. And um, if anybody listening, go follow us on social media, uh, G Swag and Chills, oh, on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. You know, what's different about today's musicians and today's music world? See, when I was coming up, I'm older than, than both of y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm an old man. I'm 50, I'm 50 years old. Ah, you still uh, young. Yeah, I guess so. It's all it's all relative, right? Um, yeah. Talk about how you feel. That's right. That's right. But when I was coming up back then, um, and I and look, I'm from New York originally, so I grew up when Run DMC hit the scene, man, hard. They're from up there. I remember everybody in school wanted to wear the Adidas sneakers, just like they were doing. That's when the chains got real big, and, and everybody was was. And then they collabed with Aerosmith. You remember when they did that? When Run DMC and Aerosmith did that that song together, "Walk This Way." Y'all remember that song? Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, but back then it was different. Like when musicians were trying to make it big, they would they would hopefully get signed to a record deal. That was like the that was like the holy grail, you know, of of, of a musician. If you can get a deal with like Capitol Records or Atlantic Records. And once you did that, then the record company would finance your tours, the distrib- the, uh, the distrib- distribution of your music. Yeah. Now it's not quite like that. It's it's different. It's now with the whole iTunes, Spotify things, and social yeah. media. You know. So my question to you guys is, how do you separate? Because there's so much competition. There's so many musicians out there that want to do the same thing as far as success wise. How do you guys separate yourselves and and get to that next level without having the old kind of record deal type thing at your leisure like it was a little easier back in the 80s and the 90s? For for me, it one number one rule of me for me is being confident in what I do. Nice. And number two, to produce good music, you can't be competitive. I know this may be weird as I say this, but when you stay competitive and you try to outbeat the next person, it seems like it levels you down you as an artist. Yourself. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, and I know that is hard for anybody. Like, how how can you not compete? That's what makes me feel like I can do my best is not competing because I feel like I can bring my all. I'm not thinking about nobody else. Just me. I want to put down what I need to put down on pen and paper. Mm. And that's my two thumb rules and staying humble. You know what I mean? And and just push yourself. Don't worry about what's around you. What what oh what this artist is doing. Oh, he put his music out, so I have to put mine out. No, no, no. You do you to make the best music that you can make. Compete with yourself. Because some people some people don't compete with themselves, they compete with others and they end up playing down to the competition. Yeah. Um Right? Yeah, it's like you'll you'll surround yourself a, a, a bucket full of crabs, and you just gonna keep draining yourself down because you worry about what the next person doing. That's a good right, point, so man. You know, you really bring up a, a solid point. I didn't really think about it from that angle. And you, you and to be unique to yourself as well. You be, to, to be different is important. A different yeah. product. Yeah. You know? But I say okay. rule number one is well, I, I guess the biggest headliner for me. It's not really a rule. It's just a headline. Is everybody want to be successful? Successful, mm-hmm. but everybody don't want to put in the work. Yeah. So the harder you work, and the more you invest, mm-hmm. that's just gonna separate you. I think for me, that's just the that's the the flash of light at the top of the mountain. Is that some people rather sit and lay on the couch and they wait for somebody to give them right they success. Give them. They don't want to work. Like this is what we what we doing. This is work. 
um, you you having me on the show, we appreciate it, man. It's a yeah, blessing. Yeah. But you have to work. You have to meet. Just you have to meet halfway. Yeah, but the thing is, I wouldn't. But here's a here's a, here's a, here, here. Listen to this. You just you just thank me for being on the show, and and believe me, it, 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 I'm glad you guys are on the show. But you wouldn't be on the show if y'all didn't work hard. Yeah. See some see see these opportunities happen when you work hard. So that's your point. Yeah. It's not, it's just a stepping stone. You know, it's just a stepping stone, but if you don't work hard, you're not going to get on. You know, people aren't going to want work on their talk shows if, if, if you guys ain't out there busting it. You know, yeah. obviously, you guys are doing the good stuff, man. Yeah. All right, man. So um, you touched on your social media a minute ago, but I want to I give another opportunity to get all the listeners out there to listen, where they can get your music, where they can follow you on all your social media. So go ahead and the mic's yours on that. All right. You can go follow us right now. Please go follow us. <laughs> G Swag and Chills. Instagram and Twitter. Right now, we just started these pages, so they, they still low in numbers. So we need everybody right now listening to go follow us right now at G Swag and Chills on Instagram and Twitter. I want to give a shout out to D Maze, Perk yeah, City Empire, um, Illinois Music. Shout out Vega Capone. Um, yes, 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 yes. Shout out. Um, so Mouse City, Mounds, Pulaski County, yeah. Pulaski, Mount Vernon, uh, Centralia, shout out Carbondale, Murfreesboro, the whole Southern Illinois, the whole Southern Illinois. shout out yeah. Chicago, Southside, Westside, um, Cuz, Dominique, Grandma, Mom, everybody. I appreciate uh, um, the opportunity to be on uh, Mr. Cooney's show. Yeah. GC, we got some great music coming out. Once again, G Swag and Chills, go follow. We need that. We also running a $50 gift card giveaway. We're giving away a $50 gift card Visa debit. If you go follow G Swag and Chills on Instagram and Twitter. Man, I'm going to go follow that real quick, man. Hold on. Put me on that list. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't, 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 don't give it to me. Give it to somebody else, man. Well, look, I really enjoyed talking to both of you guys. I definitely want you, I want you guys to come back on the show. I want you guys some new stuff to talk about. If you guys got a new release coming up or whatever, you just holler. We'll get you back on, man. We're going to start following you guys from here on out. Oh, I appreciate, appreciate it. Much love. Much love. Yeah, man. Right back at you guys. I appreciate you guys doing the show. Yeah. All righty, man. I appreciate it, man. All right.